Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello everyone and welcome to Club Awards, Club at 22's end of year awards for the champions. I am your host Scott Carney and I am joined by a stellar lineup tonight. Uh, first of all, my right hand voice here on Club at 22, Ali Pearson. How are we doing lads? I didn't think I was going to make it, I was stuck in traffic, which you wouldn't think in Covid times, but I actually was, so I am here, looking forward to it. Yeah, my left hand voice, Scott Gemmel. Evening gents, how are we all? Good mate, and we are delighted to welcome that. I actually managed to convince him to come on, which is an absolute delight. But Jamie Lowe, uh, welcome to Club at 22, mate, and we are very, very happy that you've came along for this one. Thank you very much. Pleased pleased to be uh, asked to come on and, and join you guys. Um, looking forward to what we're going to uh, chat and go through. Yeah, no, I say that the pleasure's literally all of us, mate. It took me fucking long enough to convince you to come on anyway, mate, so... Uh, we did I'm... bully him a wee bit, Carney, because we, <laughs> we were pissed last Saturday and got him to agree when he was drunk, so... Yes, okay, yes, we bullied him slightly, but uh, yeah, as I say, uh, we're really happy to have him along and have his insight on this, which really should be a, a great show. I'm really, really looking forward to this. We're obviously here to award our podders, um, Player of the, the Year, we will be announcing the club at 22 Listeners Player of the Year and the Unsung Hero Award. Additionally, we will be awarding our league goal of the season and the non-Kamal Roof goal from the halfway line goal in uh, Europe. We'll also pick out um, some highlights just along the way. So settle in, enjoy it, as we wax lyrical about our spectacular team and the fabulous season we've just had. So obviously everybody knows who the PFA writers, Rangers manager of the year is, uh, so instead of doing that, I'm not going to sit here and read out an endless list of people that have won different awards. I'm sure everybody is well aware of it, as I said. So what I will try, what we're going to try and do is pick our... Our players of 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 the year. Um, everybody that has been mentioned, obviously, this is just a disclaimer. Everybody that was has been mentioned and the the nominations is fully deserved to be there. 
But if we were all to come on here and pick the same person, then it wouldn't be very much of a pod. So hopefully we've all got something a wee bit different to bring to the table. Um, if we clash at any point, we're going to take a vote at the end. Um, or if there's everybody picks somebody different, then we'll take a vote. And you can't vote for your own person. That's the only you can't vote for your own choice, obviously. So you have to pick somebody else's. And hopefully we'll get somebody. If not, I don't know. We'll do put names in a fucking hat or something and just pick one out. <laughs> I think that's probably the best thing to do. But we will start with the the Podders uh, Player of the Year. Um, so Ali, do you want to start us off with who your Player of the Year is and why? I hummed and hawed, like I, probably you boys did as well, for, God, the last couple of months there since we've kind of won the league. The guy I'm going for has been a rock in the Rangers' defence. I think he deserves it. I, see if, if Tav had played the whole season, I think Tav would get it for me, but he was injured for that eight, ten-week period. This guy's played every single minute of every game, which gives a clue away. Mine, mine would be Connor Goldson. I just think he's vice captain. He, he, he is a captain. He's a leader in the park. And I look at the kind of four guys that you look at in terms of McGregor, Davis, Goldson, and Tav, which were kind of the four that was up for it. Who would you miss most? I think we would miss Connor Goldson most in there. I just think he leads from the back. He's not had many mistakes this year. I mean, you could go back a year ago and he maybe had a few mistakes. This season, I don't really remember him having a mistake. The way he comes out with a ball, pings a Hollywood ball, nine times out of ten this season, it's actually come off. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I just I just think he's, he's a footballing centre-back. He's a modern-day centre-back. And just for playing every single minute of every game, and you need to remember, this guy had a, a major heart operation only a few years ago and, and to go through a whole season playing every single game and yeah. I, I don't think he wants dropped to be fair goals and he wants to play every game there's times where Gerrard's probably says look you'll come out we'll put Balgan and Hollander in there and he's probably went no I want to play and fair play at him and yeah that's that's my reason for why I think Conor Goldson should be player of the year I think you, you bring a good argument to the table mate to be honest I think it's hard I would agree with what you said around Tav is if I generally don't think this would even be a conversation if Tav didn't get injured because he would have just continued on what he was doing. So I generally don't think it would have been a conversation. Whether that's fair on Tav or not, I'm not really sure. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Connor Goldson's just been instrumental and the Hollywood passes now work, mate. So uh, he's the vice captain. He picked up the picked up the armband when Tav was injured. So it's a cracking argument. Scotia, in add on Connor Goldson, mate? Oh, he's been phenomenal this season. Really, really impressive. And... His kind of his consistency in the middle of that defence didn't matter if it was Hellander coming in. It didn't matter if it was Balogun. He just led that defence and tied it all together. Yeah, I thought he was he's been wonderful this season. Yeah, Jamie, you go along with that. To- totally agree. I think it was um, between Goldson and and my pick um, for, for player of the year. Oh, you nearly I, gave it away there. So close, gave it away there. <laughs> uh, Ali, you and I spoke uh, last weekend uh, before you bullied me. Uh, <laughs> And yeah, at that point around, you know, who who would you miss? Who would you miss the most? I think, uh, like you say, he's been a, a never present in that side. Um, thinking back to that old firm game um, where he, he scored uh, those two goals as well, which were really important. Um, just been a really, a really um, ever present member of that, that defence that's kept all those clean sheets. 
Yeah, he's been an, an absolute rock. As I say, playing every minute of the season is just it's remarkable. It genuinely is remarkable. Um, and he's definitely worthy of being in the, the conversation. Um, so, Scotia, do you want to go next? Who's your player of the year and why? Yeah, similar to Ali, I struggled with this slightly. I, th- I agree with the fact that if Tav had stayed fit, he's probably probably in there. Um, you kind of look at it in that the, the recency bias way that he's maybe been out of the picture a wee bit. I'm flying back in towards the end of the season, to be honest, though. Um, but I was up in the air between either Goldson and the player that I have went for, and that's um, Stephen Davis. Um, I don't know what I can say about Stephen Davis. He's been absolutely incredible. I've sat and had a good think about it and looked through all the games, kind of thinking back to them all. And I don't think you can turn around to me and say he wasn't a seven, seven and a half out of ten and pretty much them in all of the games. I'm struggling to find one. He's been a mainstay in that midfield, which I think has been vitally important because obviously Jack suffered with injury this season. Arfield suffered quite a bit as well at periods. And Davis, it was just been in there. Uh, he turned 36 this year. He played, I think he played about 35 out of the 38 league games, or at least involved in, in them coming off the bench, perhaps. That's Kenny, that's similar stats to what he was getting his first time round at Rangers. And then his performances in Europe as well. I think, similar to Goldson, he gives you that spine in the team that you, you build from and I think I've mentioned to you in the past before when you're looking at games there's a lot in, an awful lot he does off the ball that you maybe don't pick up on until you go back and watch the game in a wee bit more detail once you know the outcome yeah I think he's been absolutely fantastic he's never been the most prolific in front of goal but that goal against Celtic not too long ago that overhead kick for a 36 year old unbelievable and then when he runs back and then he reads what Edward's going to do He's in blocks off, you know, keeps us a bit of a clean sheet there. He's been brilliant and maybe not directly related to Rangers, but his international stats are frightening as well. That's him now closing in in Shelton in terms of being the most capped British player. Um, and he, he doesn't seem to miss a game for Northern Ireland. Never seems to miss a game for Northern Ireland which you could probably level a few of the Scottish players in the past, you could level that they've maybe missed too many games for Scotland. Um, but I think that speaks for itself as well. The professionalism of Stephen Davis is unbelievable. He just seems like an absolutely wonderful teammate to have. Yeah, I think you're spot on, mate. I think he's the he's the ultimate professional. He, he really is. Um I, I run out of ways to try and describe Steve Davis, I, I really do and, and and at first when he first came back to Rangers I don't think we were quite sure how he was going to be, he struggled for a wee bit and then as soon as he found his form and he found his groove, he's just been spectacular for Rangers and he's you're right mate, he's part of the spine he's part of the Goldson, the, the McGregor the Goldson and the Davis spine, the whole middle of the park is um, is so important to Rangers. Ali, your, your thoughts on Steve Davis this season? I think we've described him in this this podcast as a as a Rolls Royce, which I think he was. And I think we had a discussion the other week about him about why you don't give Steve Davis man the match every week when he probably should get it because you just expect it off him every week. Yeah. He doesn't like kind of like Scotia says he, he doesn't drop below a seven out of ten. He's he's the, one of the most consistent players we've got. And you look at his age thirty six, and we were playing Europa League Thursday Sundays Thursday Sundays, and folk were saying. And I was saying it as well, we'll bring him out, we'll rest him. He didn't, he didn't even need a rest, Steve Davis. In fact, 
if you look at the tail end of the season, he was getting better, Steve Davis. Yeah. And I, I honestly think he's a better player now, Steve Davis, than what he was when we had him previously. I just think he's he's more mature. He knows what he does. He he makes that Rangers team tick. And similar to what I say, you would know Connor Goldson's not a team. Steve Davis, I think, is the same. Ryan Jack's the only guy, I think, that could have come in and possibly played that position, but he's he's been injured a lot. When Ryan Jack's not there and if Steve Davis get injured, I think we would struggle for somebody to play that Steve Davis role where give me the ball and I'll I'll dictate what happens. But no, again, it's another great show and you can give arguments for that as well. Yeah, that's what I mean, mate. We are literally splitting hairs here between everybody that we've picked. It is so difficult to pick, which says so much about the way the team has been this season. It's been a dream league season for us. There is no question about it. And that's what to make this decision is, is, is so, so difficult. Uh, Jamie, your, your thoughts on um, Steve Davis this season? Yeah, I, I, I don't know what to uh, add that you guys haven't already um, mentioned thus far. Um, just a really, a really calming influence uh, in the middle of the park. Um, someone you're really, really confident um, when he's on the ball. Um, I, yeah, I, I, I agree with what you've said. A really um, impressive achievement, both both coming back to, to the club um, and being a really important player in the middle of the park, but also for, for his country. So, um yeah, we'll, we'll deserve them as well, Scotia. Yeah, definitely. Um, so we'll leave that one there, Jamie. We'll come to yours um, next for your player of the year. So who is your player of the year and why? So I've I've went for I've went for James Tavernier um, for my my player of the year. Um, I was torn between um, him and on Connor Goldson. Um, I totally agree with what you've what you've said thus far, uh, Ali, uh, on on Goldson. I think having played um, every game of the season um, in the role that he has, I really was torn between the two. And, and I get your points um, around Tav and, and not having um, played as much. Uh, he obviously had a spell um, out injured, um, but I think reflecting across the, the full kind of course of the season. Um, his contributions, even just his goal involvement, so both goals and assists, have uh, been have been absolutely vital. Granted, a lot of them have been penalties, um, but still, I think I think even these numbers, um, he's he's averaging just over um, a goal or assist every every two games, um, which for you know for your, your right back is just just incredible. You know that's. That's never going to be never going to be done again, um, or, or un- unlikely to be done again. Um, but yeah, just just thinking about where where he was, where he, where he was, and where our club was when he joined. Um, you know, over over six years ago, to then see him captain captain the side. He's not only come in and um, made that position his own, but he's captain the, the side um, in such a such an important season for us this year. So um, yeah, that's why he's. A player of the year. It's so difficult not to give it to James Tavernier for so many reasons, mate, because he has been through this journey. He has, I mean, he, he's went from the utter shite, let's be honest, that we were going through to, to getting this. And there's probably no man 
uh, and the whole journey that we've had from the bottom to back to the very top that deserved it more than James Tavernier. He, he probably did deserve to lift that trophy. Uh, as you say, he got the Sam English Award, mate, for being a high school scorer. I mean, for a right back, a fucking right back. I mean, it's just, it's absolute madness. I know it's penalties, and people say you still need to score the penalties, but it's not as if, like, you've not scored just because you've got a penalty. So, as he started to prove and started missing some now again, but anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, Ali, your your thoughts on uh, the captain this year? Yeah, I mean, you could give it to any one of them, to be honest. <laughs> I and I don't know who you're going to say. I mean, if you could say Alan McGregor, and again, you couldn't argue with that. So it's, it's, it's extremely difficult. But, I mean, if you just take the first part of the season, Tav was miles ahead of everyone. I mean, the goals and assists, it's frightening stats, to be honest. And We've talked about it in this pod. Tav could have three when the Kashinya years were here. He could have easily went. Ah, screw this. I'm away. I, I I don't need this because he had Chris Sutton and the rest of the Celtic cheerleaders calling him a serial loser and all this. He's a bottler. He's he's not good enough. Even Rangers fans got on his back when he was given the captaincy to say he's never a captain. He's not vocal enough. Do this, that, this, that. But I think you've seen this season with no crowds, you've been able to hear the team more, you can hear who on the park are leaders, Goldson and him and me are the, the two leaders at the back and yeah I think he's fantastic, he's I, I think he's going to State Rangers for a, a while yet, I think he's settled in Glasgow, he's got two young kids and his missus, I, I think he enjoys Glasgow, he gets Rangers as well and yeah, every every point Jamie said, I, I I can't disagree with him. It's just it's again, it's just down to an opinion at, at this point. And yeah, I I love to have to bits. I love him to bits, man. And it's going to be difficult next season with young Parson. Obviously, he's come in, looked really really good. I know. I think Gary Mack sort of hinted about changing formation, maybe, but I can't see him change formation Rangers. So it's going to be interesting going forward next year with the two of them, but. Isaac a great player to have and he's been he's been outstanding this season. Yeah, it's bloody marvellous to be able to sit here and talk about <laughs> our team like this. It really is. Um Scotia, your thoughts on James Tavernier? That anything anything that we've not already said? No, I think we, I would really be repeating what everyone said because I wouldn't have any complaints if it was given to Tav. I think I'd mentioned it's a bit of recency bias because because we won the league two and a half months ago. Two and a half months ago, remember? Um he was out injured. He was out injured at this point, and I think it was probably then when my focus started going on, right, who's getting player of the year? And it was round about that time when I was actually looking at, at, at players. So, you know, had the, the awards been given two and a half, three months ago, I think Tav would win it hands down. Um, no, he's been absolutely fantastic. He has been a bit of a target for some of the Rangers, Daz and the and Ibrooks at times. You know, me and Ali sit, sit quite close to a guy that never seemed to rate him. He's coming round slowly, I think. But, um, yeah, he gets that. He thoroughly deserved it. I think him and Jack, you know, from the team that won it this season, him, Jack and maybe Morelos, to some extent, have um, been three that, that, that really deserved it because they were getting bullied by Celtic at times. And it was, it's not through faults of their own. It was maybe the, the team around them weren't good enough. But Tav's been a perfect example of a captain this season, I think. Yeah, and I think I think Gerard coming in and remaining to keep Tav on as captain is just 
gave a massive boost to Tav and he just kind of went on to be um, the captain that he is and uh, he deservedly so and he's a, he's a true Rangers captain now as I say um, I had my doubts I won't I will admit it um, maybe a couple of years ago I had my doubts about him but I mean this season he's just been spectacular and I'm the same I, I am absolutely in love with him now and I completely eat my words and what I said about him so it's uh, my turn and I can announce the winner of the the um, the Podders Player of the Year because I've picked a player that one of yous three have picked uh, and I've went for um, Steve Davis. So congratulations, Scotia. You picked right, mate. You picked the right one. Congratulations, mate. Um, this was so hard. Generally, it was. But I think it was literally one of the podcasts, me and you, Don Ali, where we mentioned Steve Davis is man of the match until somebody does something spectacular. Genuinely, so he is the man of the match, and I think for the age that he is, for the stage of career that he's in, um, he wins the Football Writer Player of the Year. He's probably still the best midfielder in Scotland, especially in his role. Um, I don't think there's any real kind of d- doubt about that. He's scored in the overhead kick against Celtic as well. The one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. It was brilliant, but it was absolutely ridiculous. He's literally took a shite all over their last dance party that they wanted to have uh, I mean it's it's hard to to praise him in any, anything that we've not already been through and said, he's the most capped British, British player, I'm sure he is the most British capped now, I'm sure he's beat Shelton, I think I'm pretty sure he is the, the most capped now, he's made three. He was over 300 club appearances he's made now in his total career uh, I really can't He's just such a nice guy as well. He's a guy I want to sit down and have a pint with. Do you know what I mean? He just seems like just one of the nicest guys in the world. And he has to be a Hall of Famer now. I don't think there's any really question about it. He's came back and he's done it He's done it again. And and he's going to stay on for another year. Um, but it's really during games where things get a wee bit hectic and stuff. And after watching all these games back that I have done, I've watched many videos of this season, um, especially over the last couple of days, is... He's just gets the ball and everything just calms. There's it's, it's it's a weird thing. He just gets the ball and everybody goes cool. Davo's got the ball and everybody resets. And the way he drops into defence when we're struggling to get out, he drops into defence, picks up the ball, plays a pass out wherever it needs to go. And he's just again, Ali, I'm 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 painting the wall again, basically. But he's a Rolls Royce of a midfielder, uh, and I think it's thoroughly deserved to him. Um, so I don't need to ask all your opinions again obviously we spoke about Steve Davis so I can announce since it's two votes to one and one that the club at 22 Podders player of the year is Mr Steve Davis so congratulations to him um, that was brilliant by the way I really enjoyed that <laughs> that was good I'm glad we all kind of picked somebody kind of different anyway uh, but anyway we'll move on um, I'm going to announce the club at 22 listeners player of the year so I did a Facebook group post and a Twitter poll as well um, and you responded in great numbers thank you to everybody that got involved I'm going to uh, go on my face a wee bit here when I, I asked you all to leave a comment uh, you did yeah, and I'm so happy that you did but I deleted it I deleted the, po- uh, the poll just before I came on air and deleted all the comments like an absolute idiot so total schoolboy error in my part and I'm very very sorry about it I only remember one um, and it was we Calm Nemo that said he voted other 
um, for the player of the year. I, I left like six players and he voted the other and said, well, it's Greg Stewart, obviously. So <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you, Carl. That's the only one I can really remember. But apologies to everybody. Um, as I say, I really do appreciate you getting involved, but I stupidly deleted it. It was just a slip of the mind thing. So I do schoolboy error on my part. But on, in fourth place, it was Steve Davis. Third place was James Tavernier. Second place was Connor Goldson. was really close for second and third. But the club at 22, listeners, player of the year is Aaron McGregor. Um, so, Shaga, I know you're listening to us just now. Just get in touch with me, mate, and I'll, I'll get you a world over. No bother, mate. Even can run for a pint, whatever you want, mate. It's no problem at all. But, yeah, so... I'm glad that we've went with Steve Davis has been ours and it's went Alan McGregor for, for the listeners. Um, so again, thank you to everybody for getting involved and um, I think we can't say nobody doesn't deserve it. They, they totally deserve it, let's be honest. So we'll move on to quite an interesting one I think it's going to be. Uh, we'll move on to the Unsung Hero Award. So... The Unsung Hero Award, I mean, you could pick <laughs> literally anybody else in the team. Um, there's literally no limit to where this can go here. I won't put up anybody picking Brandon Barker. If you pick Brandon Barker, I will kick you <laughs> off this call right now. Um, but we'll, we'll go with Scotia. Scotia, who is your Unsung Hero of the Year and why? Yeah, I've went for Glenn Kamara as my Unsung Hero. And to be honest, there's similar reasons to why Stephen Davis was my Player of the Year. I think when he's had to kind of step up and fill the void with the, the injuries that were occurring to Jack in our fields, he's he's done that superbly. Um, I felt seasons past, he was a bit too inconsistent. He could be a wee bit scared at times. But I think this season, and particularly in some of the old firm games, he's grown into it and he doesn't look any way out of place. Um, some of his performances in Europe, you watch him in Europe when he's, you're playing against that style of football that you've maybe got a wee bit more time in the ball. You've, you know, it's a bit more technical the way it's playing. You look at him and he's he's unbelievable. I look at him and go, "There's he could easily stroll Serie A." In my opinion, he could stroll La Liga with some of the performances he puts in in Europe. Um, no, I thought I thought this season he's been absolutely absolutely brilliant, and he's had that level of consistency that Davis has had as well. Maybe not to this extent. And I, I, the four players that we've just talked about there that were in the mix for the, the Player of the Year, I think Kamara was just in that group of players just below. That it wouldn't be in that conversation, but perhaps in a, a more an award like this, he was definitely in it, in my opinion. Um, I thought I thought he's been absolutely brilliant, and it's that's not even getting onto the, the the absolute shit stuff that he had to deal with. Um, I, I don't really even want to get into that because that's not the reason why I've I've selected him. I've selected him purely on a footballing basis. Been really impressed with him this season. Hoping that he can go and have a decent Euros. I would love him to stay, but he has a really good Euros. Then he's. I'm an absolutely magnificent asset that we've got to be able to, you know, get the money that we we do need because we don't want it to be relying on Champions League money. We need to get that kind of turnover turnover of player. Even though I wouldn't, I would love him to stay. Yeah, Andy costs fifty grand as well for the bargain, mate. Um, so, Ali, your thoughts on uh, Glenn Kamara this year? He was actually my second choice, to be honest. He was a boss head off who I chose. Some. Everything Scotia said, to be honest. I think he's a different player this season. I think he's bulked up as well. He's a, a lot stronger. He'll take a ball in a dangerous area where a lot of players won't. And he can just, that wee turn he can do and just, just break the lines a lot of the time. I think he's an outstanding player, Glenn Kamara. I could see him. I know Scotia was going on about um, playing in Italy there, but I could see him going down south and playing for a, 
Brendan Rodgers, Leicester City or a, an Arsenal type team. I just think he would fit in that type of team. He's um, he's a, a modern day athlete. I prefer him slightly further up, and I think he has kind of been playing that position rather than really deep that he's played previously, which we've not really liked because for Finland he obviously plays slightly high up the park. Yeah, I think he's a he's a great player. I, we've talked about it. I, I think Glenn Kamara, like Scotia said, if he has a good Euros. There's going to be bids coming in for Glenn Kamara. And I think he's one of these players we could potentially lose, but we could replace him, if you know what I mean. There's players, I think, like a Ryan Kent, for instance, if we lost him, I think we'd struggle to replace him. Kamara, I think we could bring somebody in that midfield three that would could replace him. So, no, it's a good shout from Scotia. And like I said, he was he, he was my second choice. Yeah, Jamie, your, your thoughts on Kamara this season, mate? Yeah, it's similar um, points. I, th- I think um, he's who I think of as well when we're talking about an unsung hero. Um, you think about, again, brought him from a, a team uh, in Dundee, you know, and he's now um, putting in performances as, as he is in, in Europe, in old firms, um, really consistent. Um, not as consistent as a, as a Steve Davis, but um, a really silky, um, skillful uh, player and he has started to, to add goals to his game and um, getting forward and, and helping creating chances so yeah I agree with that thus far Yeah I, I would as I say I think it's a cracking shout um, to be honest I think Glenn Kamara is the, generally I've said it before in the pod he's generally the best one of the best bit, if not the best bit of business I've ever seen Rangers do maybe apart from Steve Davis because we've signed him twice for nothing um, but I mean to get Glenn Kamara for 50 grand and for what we are going to sell him for I mean he's no less than a 10 million 12 million pound player there's no doubt about it so uh, yeah it's a cracking shout uh, Jamie who is your unsung hero of the year and why uh, this might sound daft um, but my unsung hero of this year is is Alfredo Morelos. Um, yeah, I, I just I, I think that he he's taken up a, a completely different role uh, within our team this year. Um, thinking back to to last season, he was our focal point. Um, we're so reliant on on his goals. Um, but when I think about the role he's played for the, the team this year, uh, along that front three, they're always interchanging, um, whether it's those those uh, number 10s out wide almost and, and the front player. Um, he's, he's been a lot, um, a lot more, a lot more of a team player. Um, again, he's not scored as, as many goals. He's, he's probably been out the, the limelight um, from that point of view, he's also um, tidied up his own disciplinary issues, um, so he's, he's improved in, in that sense. Um, and he's just just an all round um, better team player, uh, in, in my point of view. Um, and his goal against uh, Celtic Ibrox was incredible. Uh, loved his celebration, uh, and as you know, I've I've named him after my dog. <laughs> it's um, it's it's again, mate. It's hard to argue with Alfredo. I absolutely love Alfredo Morelos. Like I love him. I, I I never want him to leave. I generally don't because he is 
He's he's just he's that wee he's that wee pest that you want in your team because I mean he hates Celtic they hate him he's now scoring against them so they've lost to be a ward of oh he's never scored an old firm goal he only scored an old firm goal he humiliated Scott Brown which is absolutely tremendous made Ayer look like a fairy exactly the way that he is um, so I I mean Alfredo Morelos is a great shout mate and your wee dogs are absolute belter mate so um, calling him Alfie was. Was a, was a good one. Um, Scotia, your, your thoughts on Alfredo? Yeah, it's a really good shout, Jamie. I can't argue with anything that you say. I, I think back to these two performances against Antwerp. I mm. thought he was absolutely fantastic those two yeah. games. And he was he was doing precisely what you were saying there, Jamie. You know, he was helping out the team, but he was also getting involved in goals himself at that point. You know, the goals had kind of come back to him because I know he did start off the season but he maybe wasn't scoring as much, but it, the, what he was offering the team in other aspects was, was brilliant. But uh, those two games against Antwerp, uh, he, I think he was my man, man of the match in both of those games. Um, uh, he's been brilliant. As you say, his disciplinary this record this season's improved massively. He looks a lot more happier. In fact, you could probably just give him the award for how he, how he was acting um, in Trophy Day at the weekend there. He was, <laughs> he was absolutely loving it. Um, yeah. it. It was brilliant to watch. He just, oh, I love his wee cheeky face. <laughs> love it. Oh, did you see the him. picture of him today? The, the picture of the club? Oh, I did. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, that's with his sunglasses oh, on. Oh, honestly, how can you not love that guy? I Do you know, know what I mean? Uh, absolutely tremendous. Um, Ali, anything more to add on uh, the Buffalo, mate? I think Jamie summed it up pretty well, to be honest, this year. Team team player. I think that's exactly what he was. We've mentioned it in this podcast this year. He's a he's a team player. Previously, he was the main man scoring goals for us. We weren't getting goals from all, all over the park. And you could see he might have taken the huff if somebody else scored or he was taken off early. But this season, he's a, he's a different player this season. And... Aye, and he noises them up as well, and I love it. He hates them. I love his celebration. I mean, every time we're at Ibrooks and he scores, I do no, the celebration. It does that. Yeah, every we sit in a club day, and obviously every time he scored at Ibrooks, I would always look up to you and do the Alfredo celebration, which was <laughs> which I can't wait to do that again. I just hope he's there next season. I think he looks. I think he looks similar to Tav. I think he looks really settled in Glasgow. I, I really. I've just got a feeling. I mean, every season we talk about, oh, we're going to lose and we're going to lose them, and we don't end up losing them. I've just got a feeling he's going to want a crack at this Champions League because if we get into the group stages and there's a good chance, obviously, I think we've been seeded, I think, today because of what's happening in the Danish League in the third mm-hmm. qualifier. So there's a better chance of us progressing to group stages. If you're the Rangers board, you keep him to go into the group stages because his value will soar. If he goes into group stages and does well again, it'll soar. And then you could potentially, somebody will come in for him. He is going to leave Rangers at one point. We all know that. We've probably had him longer than what we expected. But no, I love him. Absolutely love him. And all the balloon shops are in Glasgow will be holding these days <laughs> because he's keeping, he's keeping them afloat. Mind the fun. <laughs> <laughs> um... I I just love Alfredo. I generally do. I, I just I, I again. I obviously I'm I'm biased because Rangers is my team. Um, you can go a lot of places in football, and um, he could go to a fuck I don't know a fucking Aston Villa, a Leicester, whatever. Uh, they're not as big as Rangers, and they never will be. Uh, and you won't get the the same the same. I don't want to say passion because everybody, everybody's passionate about their own team, but you won't get the same the, the whole. 
bubble of the way the football is up here. It's it's absolutely everything to us, and it, it, Rangers is very very unique. Um, so I think he could be doing um, with staying just because I don't want him to leave. Um, it would be it'd be nice to see him stay. So. But great shout, Jamie. Absolutely great shout. So I'll go next. Um, this was really hard. Uh, generally, generally, really, really hard. Uh, I was thinking of Kamal Roof. I was thinking of Jermaine Defoe. I also thought about Kamara. thought about Arfield, uh, especially for Arfield's impact in the first half of the season. Um, but I've went with Ryan Kent. Um, the goals he scored, I mean, as I've mentioned, I was watching uh, the, the, the league back and I've seen some of the goals. Some of his goals are Fucking ridiculous, man. Honestly, like mm-hmm. truly fantastic goals, and he, the way that he's now kind of been awarded in certain games, he's been awarded the free role of literally go and do what you want. Um, everybody else on about you'll take care of everything else that needs to happen. You just go and do what you need to do, uh, and it's 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 so pleasing to watch. And he's another one that I think looks very settled in Glasgow and looks very happy. Um, Rangers have to keep him at right, like for next season. I don't think there's any question about it. And I seen chat not a couple of weeks ago that we're looking to offer him a mega contract. I'd offer him whatever he wanted. I generally would. I, I would keep him at Ibrox. I think he's vitally important, and he absolutely loves Thompson and the Thames, and they are absolutely terrified of him. And every time we play, and every time we play Celtic and Kent's get the ball, you can see the panic in them. He's another one that's kind of grew into his, his role. He's grew into his self and he's grew into the belief of his self as well. He struggled um, before Rangers. He was a lot of in and out, different loan moves that didn't really work out for him. But to um, to get him here, to get him settled and to get him playing the way he's playing, um, I think he, he deserves it. He's been involved in so many goals. He's assists. Again, I, I could go on and on about Ryan Kent, but my unsung hero, of the year is Mr Ryan Kent. So, Jamie, your thoughts on Ryan Kent? Incredible player. Really uh, happy to obviously get him uh, signed up initially. And, and like you say, I think um, if we've got an opportunity to, to give him an improved contract, then, then by all means, let's let's do it. He's, he's our main um, attacking force. Um Love to love to watch him watch him play and and, and like you say especially uh, against Celtic where he just he, he, th- he loves he loves playing against them he loves playing against them and some of the goals he scored um, and assists have been have been incredible yeah yeah Ali thoughts on Kenny yeah I don't think I've ever called him Kenny before by the way that was a world <laughs> first I've ever said that I've, I've called him Kenny to be fair <laughs> your thoughts on Ryan Kent Alistair fucking hell Kenny yeah uh, no I. Yeah, the way they hate him, and not hate him, as in they're, they're absolutely terrified of him. You can just see the way they stand off him. He's the one player this year, Ryan Kent, I've been shit scared of getting injured. Because if he get injured, you're looking who comes in and replaces him. Because if you take him out of that Rangers team, he's the one guy that's... You can bring Joe Rebo into the discussion a wee bit as well, but he's the one guy that's got a bit of magic, drop the shoulder, he can do something and... I I fully expect Ryan Kent to move on, not next year, maybe the year after, to be honest. But I, like I said previously, I think we'll struggle to replace Ryan Kent because to me, his value at the moment, I would put him in a £25 million bracket if somebody wanted to be serious, you're Leeds United. I think he's that good. And to replace a player like that, I think it would be extremely hard. Um, you obviously you get right that's come in. Is he as good as Kent? No. no. It's, so it's 
it's a hard one, but this is what's going to happen. A lot of these players, you're, you're going to bring them in, you're, you're going to sell them on. That, that's the whole, that's the model you need to work to. So potentially we might have to bring somebody else in and try and work with them again, i.e. a Scott Wright possibly. But he's um, not outstanding, Ryan Kent, and I just love watching Ryan Kent in the ball. See when he's on fire, he's on fire. I think it's been a long time since we've got on the edge of our seats for a player. And I think when Ryan Kent now, especially in the form he's been in this season, when he gets the ball, you immediately lean forward. And I think that kind of says everything about him. Uh, Scotia, your thoughts on Kenty? <laughs> yeah, Kenty indeed, yeah. The three players that we've mentioned in this un- unsung thing so far. Scotia, you love it. You, you, sorry, you love his brother more, don't you? <laughs> Gasper. <laughs> All right. Much more in common with Casper, I think, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. The th- well, as I was saying, the, th- the three players that we've mentioned so far, so Ali, you, you've got you've got to round this up well, but the, those three players are the three of the players that I would say were beneath the, the four that we're talking about for the player, certainly. Um, and the way you watch, you watch Kent and you watch teams play against them, they double up against them, they treble up against them because they're so scared of what he can do. And he never stops either. He never ever stops running about trying. Even if he's failed a few times, he's still doing it in the eighty-fifth minute. Still running about trying to improve. He's yeah, he's been fantastic for us this season. I agree with what Ali's saying there about he's probably the one player we can't really replace, barring McGregor at the moment. Um, yeah. yeah, Kent's been fantastic, and I hope he does stay for a couple of seasons. Because as you mentioned as well. He does seem really settled in Glasgow. Feels wanted. I think we've mentioned this numerous times about him. He's at a club that wants him and he wants to be here. And you can see that shine through in the way he plays football. Yeah, I think the fans absolutely love Ryan Kent. I, I certainly do. I don't know anybody that doesn't love him. And I think he's bought into it as well. I think he's bought into the whole um, the whole ethos of the club, the whole meaning of the club. And he feels wanted here. Uh, and I think that was very important for him in the stage of the, the career that he was in. And you're right, mate, he is relentless. He literally doesn't stop. It's just constant. Even if it's not working for him and he's playing a bit of shit, he still tries and he still shows for the ball and he still does his thing. Not that I'm trying to get used to vote for Kent, by the way. I'm just like, just saying, you know. Just saying. Remember who runs this podcast. Anyway, Ali, who's uh, who's your unsung hero of the the year, mate, and why? As I said earlier, Scotia's shout with Kamara. He was my second choice. Very close, but I'm going to go with a guy that I would describe as Mister Mister Versatile, Joe Aribo. I think Joe Aribo this season has come to the party again. He's bulked up. He's had a year in Scottish football last year. This season, I just think at times. Similar to Ryan Kent, I think he's unplayable, Joe Rebo, at times. I mean, look what Joe Rebo's played in this team. He's In terms of the front three, he's played wide left, he's played wide right. You look at the midfield three, I think he's played every position in that midfield three. Yeah, when, we change has, yeah. for, when we change the formation as well, he, he, plays, he plays in those positions, and he plays left back as well. And he's slotted in the left back the last couple of games there. Brilliantly, to be honest. He's, he's looked really good. Yeah. And... I, I I just think he's going to get better and better, Jory. But I think he's one of these guys like a Kamara that we will lose further down the line. Um, I remember Lee Boyer, Charlton, saying, <laughs> "What's the point of him coming up to Rangers? He's wasting his career." Christ, look at Jory Bo now. <laughs> yeah. Interna- internationalist with Nigeria. I think he scored a goal against Brazil. Did he not? He's playing in the Europa League with Rangers. He's just won a championship with Rangers. I think he's going to get better and better, Jory Bo. 
it's where you play him in the team. I like him wide right, Jory, but I prefer him further forward. I've said that. Sometimes he's better playing deep because he's got a pitch to look at. He can move forward. But, yeah, I just think sometimes when I watch Jory blow his feet, it's frightening what he can do with a ball. For such a big, tall guy, the way he moves a ball, the way he glides with a ball, yeah, my, my unsung hero is, is Joe Aribo. Uh, again, mate, I, I can't disagree with that at all. He's a, he's an absolute unit of a man, and the things that he can do with a football and how he keeps the ball, it's, it generally does, it, it, and it's not just the way he does it, it's always, he doesn't run into nowhere, he's doing it because he knows after this, I've got about 10 yards of space here, and then he plays the pass and gets, it, gets his going, and his goal against Dundee United alone, mate, I mean, some amount of force. What was the other goal we scored from the scored against the Bruins? Who was it? Kamala? Was it Johnston? Was it St. Johnston they scored that against? Was it Kelly? I think it was Kelly. It was oh. Kelly or St. Johnston. I think the one they curled in with yeah. left. Ah, oh, I mean, just a, a thing, absolute beauty. Um, this is a hard one. It generally is. This is a difficult one that I'm going to need to decide here. But I, I can't really disagree with uh, any of the choices, especially Aribo. Uh, Jamie, your your thoughts on Aribo this year, mate? <laughs> Incredible, I, th- I think. Um, I agree, uh, Ali. You, you're referring to him, you know, coming to the party. I think he's he's really stepped up this year. Um, Gerard speaking about uh, consistency and numbers. I think he's really he's starting to get a bit of consistency in his game. As much as, like you say, he's, he's played a lot of different positions. He's he's turning in um, really good performances week after week um, and becoming a really reliable player. Um, like you say, Glast is, is probably more of a flair player. He's he's going to uh, take people on um, and, and he's got a lot of skill. But yeah, he's been really consistent this year, and I think. More importantly, it's been good to see him um, put performances in uh, in old firms where he almost felt as if he was um, not hiding, but he, he he wasn't necessarily turning up. So, um, yeah, really, really good shout. Yeah, massive shout about making an impact on the old firms, mate. He definitely has. He's definitely made his impact in old firms this season. Scotia, your thoughts on uh, Joe Aribo, mate? Yeah, Aribo's another brilliant shout there, Ali. So you haven't let us down at all with that selection. Um I remember at the start of the season, the pre-season, um, when we were out in France playing, Aribo was frighteningly good. And I, at that point, was like, he's going to be our biggest sellable asset. And he was very unlucky to get his injury, that Kenny maybe knocked him off kilter a wee bit, because I think if he hadn't got injured, oh, he would have just been brilliant all season. But um, he's come, come back right into it. As Jamie was saying, the last sort of couple of old firms, he's shown up, because I think he has been... Not Hayden's the, the wrong word, but he has been kind of posted missing in some of those games in the past. Um, similar to Kamara in that respect this season, that they both strolled them, really. Um, yeah, so Ariba's another great shout. Right, now we need to vote, man, and I'm sitting looking at the... I'm going, who am I going to pick? Generally, I've got no idea. Um, right, I'll go first. I'll put my neck on the line. Um Scores a great shout for Kamara, Ali as well. Unbelievable shout for Aribo, but I'm going to go for Alfredo. Um, I just think he's been tremendous as well, and I love Alfredo Morelos. Uh, I don't. I think he deserves the, the title quite a lot as well. So my vote's going to be Morelos. Ali. Well, Jordi was also my vote, but my my yeah. second choice, which was very close, was Kamara. So I'd need to say Kamara with Scotia. Oh God, Scotia, how are you going to pick? <laughs> uh, it's one of these ones again where there's there's a paper flag um, within the minute of really, 
they're fag paper, even not a paper fag. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, struggling. I'm Alfie, I think. Alfie, because I, I, there you I go. we've got your scene as well. I think he he's one of these players that deserves it because he's been through a bit of a pitch time with Rangers since he's since he's been here, um, and he's kind of proven everyone wrong this season. Um, yeah, yeah. So go away, Alfie. Jamie, Jamie, out of curiosity, who would you have picked? Greg Stewart. Uh, no, <laughs> oh, obviously Alfie. I, th- I think. Um, yeah, if you had to vote for somebody else other than Alfie, who would it have been? It would have been Kamara. It would have been Kamara. Um, oh, yeah, that's close to be fair, but it's uh, Alfredo takes it. Um, since you picked Alfredo as well, Jamie, so Alfredo takes it. So our unsung hero award is Alfredo Morelos. Um, again, we can't really disagree with any of them, though. I mean, we were talking about our team like this is just fucking tremendous to do. I'm like, this is amazing. Uh, so we'll move on to our, our goal of the season, and this one is the league that we'll go for first. Uh, and I will start. So genuinely, this was a really, really tough choice. Um, watching the games back to some of the goals that I, I've seen. I was very, very close between this one, uh, uh, the one I've picked, and Jermaine Defoe's goal against Livingston. The half volley with his weaker foot from the the, the kind of pin, the, the pinpoint perfect ball over the top from Tav. He finishes with his weaker foot first time. I mean, it really is a thing of absolute class, but that's kind of Jermaine Defoe. But uh, there's been team goals, there's been individual goals. I'm a massive fan of team goals, especially some of the, the team goals that we have scored um, in Europe as well. But I'm also a massive Ryan Jack fan. Um, so I went for the... the I wasn't going, I was close to going for the Ross County one, um, purely based on it was just kind of false return and the team over how good that was. But I'm going to go for these volley against Kilmarnock. Uh, I mean... Uh, there's been very little goals. I think maybe Alfredo scoring against Celtics probably another one, but there's been very little goals that made me smile as much as that one did. Uh, it's a bit of smash in the box. The ball obviously falls out to him. He takes one touch to set his, set his self. He falls out with his right foot straight into the top right-hand bag. I mean, top left-hand corner, whatever. Uh, it's just it's, it's the most perfect thing that I can imagine to happen for the player that I absolutely adore. Uh, there's not really much more I can, I can really add to that. Um, that goal is is just a, a thing of absolute beauty. Uh, I actually there's not actually nothing else I can add to it. So instead of going through every single one, lads, I'll just come use. Instead of going over every single one we pick, I'll just come use for who's going to be. So Jamie, you want to go for your goal with the season, mate? Yeah, similar. Uh, I did think about uh, Jermaine Defoe's finish against Livingston. Um, incredible technique. Um, and and what a what a player we've not even really mentioned him to be honest. Um, and and he, he is someone I thought about when it was we're we're we're, we're talking about unsung heroes as well. But my goal of the season was was actually uh, Ryan Kent's um, the first game of the season up at Pitodry. Um, a, a really a really good finish, a really good goal, but um. For me, it was it was extremely significant. It's always a always a difficult game to go up to um, Pitodri. Um but to go up there and we were we were we put in a very good performance. Touching on on Alfie again, um, the way that move sort of uh, came together again. He he dropped deep, um, picked up the ball in that sort of midfield position, um, played a really good through ball into Kent. Um, who was really, really composed again? Pace getting right through on on one on one with the keeper, 
slotted it away. Um, for me, just just set us on our on our way um, to to going on and starting off the season really strongly. It's a massive point, mate, that you've made. It's a very significant goal, that one, I think. Um, a very significant goal, so it's a cracking shout. Um, Ali, your goal of the season? I kind of thought I knew what people would vote for. I knew, Carney, you'd vote for Ryan Jack, because... <laughs> Why would I not vote for Ryan Jack? Not for Ryan Jack. So, yeah, I knew that. Jamie's is a good shout. Jamie's, I actually watched that the other day when I was looking at top goals for this actual discussion here. And... No, James got good points in that one in terms of the significant he got Pataudry and win. I've got a feeling Scotia's going to go for a team goal because I know that's who Scotia kind of thinks. I love a team goal as well, but I'm going to go for Tab's free kick away at Dundee United. I just, that game to me, I remember sitting watching it in the flat. It was a stodgy game, to be honest. It was, it was, it was tricky for us, but at that point, Tav was flying for us, absolutely flying. And he stepped up and hit this free kick and it was, what, 35 yards or something? I thought, surely he's not hitting that. Christ, right in a postage stamp. It was unbelievable. And I love a team goal. I could, I could, the, the, the Ryan Jack goal against Ross County, I think I loved that goal as a team goal. Jamie's one was a bit of a team goal as well. But for me, individual brilliance. As a captain leading, and it was a tricky game that one, ended up winning it 2-1. I think Goldson got a header as well, and it was, uh, no, what a free kick it was. I love seeing free kicks. I know Bonner can hit me as well, but that was, ah, it was brilliant. That's my, that's my shout. Yeah, it's probably better than the one he scored against the Burning at the start a couple of seasons ago. Um, it's probably better than that. Just truly a fucking remarkable free kick. Skosh, um, your goal of the season, mate? Domestically, this was this was really difficult. I think we had 90, over ninety goals to look at in the league, um, so this one was really tough. And I, I kind of gave gave up looking at them because I'd always had it in my mind ever since it scored. And when you know we, you mentioned we were doing this pod, it was the first one that came to my mind. In the grand scheme of things, it wasn't a goal that was um, material to the result, um, but it was um, Ryan Jack's goal. Against Ross County, fourth goal, <laughs> fourth, goal, fourth, fourth goal of the game. So you know it didn't have a material outcome on the, on the, on the result or anything like that. But Ryan Jack had just came on the pitch. I think he'd be on the pitch for four or five minutes. Yeah. And then he links up with Hitton and Hadji, and just knocks it away. And you were right. I think Carney, you mentioned a bit of a false dawn when coming back because he had yeah. been out injured, but he came back in. And I remember us talking after this game, his performance in that last 30 minutes, I think we gave man of the match to that day because mm-hmm. he was brilliant. And this goal, Kenny, epitomised it. It was a very well-worked team goal, I thought. Um, yeah, and for some reason, that's just always stuck in my mind. Yeah, so, it's because I, I went so mental about it in the post-match uh, pod that we done, mate. That's probably why. Um, again, a great shout, mate. That was, that was my second choice because um, that was a truly great goal. And it's not... Yeah, there's a massive part of the fact that it's Ryan Jack, but it's the way that the goal happened and the kind of significance behind Jack just been on the pitch. I can't imagine. He generally looked like he hadn't been away when he scored that goal. But we've all picked somebody else. Uh, we've all picked a different thing. So who voted? Did I vote first last time? Right, Ali, you can vote first this time. If it's not my own goal, vote for another one out of you guys. <laughs> yeah. You can't well, vote for your own. How many times have I told you that you got to vote for I'll, your own? I'll, can I get two <laughs> votes for half? No. Um, I... 
to be fair, I got Scotia's one bang on. I knew he would go with that one. Um, I <laughs> did mention I, I love a team goal. And, yeah, I, I would go for the Ryan Jack goal. I agree. We waxed lyrical about Ryan Jack. There was other players that came into the team that day and looked like they hadn't played. Ryan Jack came in and looked like he'd never been away for that team. He just slotted right back in. And it was an outstanding goal in terms of a team goal. And, yeah, I, yeah, I would I would lean towards that one. Okay, uh, Scotia, you go next. Oh, again, it's, it's another tough one. Dundee United. How far out was it? It was ridiculous. <laughs> I remember sitting watching it, and it was ah, uh, yeah, has to be that for me. I think. Yeah, Jamie, your choice, mate. I think I'll go for uh, Ryan Jack against Ross County as well. Uh, as you say, really, really um, impressive team move and. Um, Great finish. Again, a really good performance uh, from, from Jack coming off the bench, but excellent, excellent finish. I'm going to... Look, Tavernier's goal is outstanding. Like, generally, is absolutely outstanding. Um, I don't think I'll probably see Tav hit a better free kick than that, but I've got to go with Jack man. Like, I have to go with Ryan Jack's goal uh, against Ross County. Uh, it was my second choice, so it would only be right for me to do so. But great shout um, by everyone, um, to be fair. Really, really good. So congratulations, Ryan Jack. Your team goal against Ross County wins the, wins the Player of the Season award in the league. So move on, gentlemen, to the, the goal of the season in Europe. Um, this is the, obviously the not-the-roof goal from the halfway line award. Um we all know it's Kamal Roof, but obviously everybody knows that Kamal Roof's goal against Standard Liège is the goal of the season because it's fucking ridiculous, let's be honest. Um, it was a waterlogged pitch. He beat about 19 players and he decided to shoot from the halfway line and scored an absolute belter. A goal I don't think any of us will ever forget. So we're not picking that one, obviously. Uh, so, Jamie, you want to go first. Who was what was your second best goal in Europe? <laughs> <laughs> It was actually the exact same lad, uh, so so it was Kemarouf. Um, again, there's there's been a lot of really good uh, team goals uh, scored in, in Europe. Uh, I'm sure uh, you guys will come on to it, but I thought um, his goal against Benfica at Ibrox uh, was was a, a really uh, great goal. Um, Benfica were a really classy side. Um, Thinking back, we we done really well to to even get you know the points uh, that we did off them uh, two draws. Of course, they went down to ten men uh, over there, but um, I, I think that goal started off. It was uh, quite a, a a nice one two between Barisic and Kamara down the left hand side. Um, played the pass into Roof, who took a touch just to get it out between his feet and took a cracking shot into the top corner. Um, yeah, excellent finish. Yeah, it's a peach of a strike. But it generally is an absolute peach of a strike, and it was very close uh, for me picking that one as well. Ali, who was your, what was your even goal of the season in Europe? Yeah, that was a good shout, but Jamie, that one, I didn't think Kamar Roof had that in his locker when he hit that into yeah. the roof in it, but I should I be surprised. We, I think we said that in the post match. I was like, where did yeah. that come from? <laughs> Do you but, know what I mean? When he scored that goal for the halfway line, then she <laughs> But mine, mine comes, and there's some cracking goals in Europe like Jamie says to pick from, but mine comes from that mad game out in Antwerp. The game that I wish we all watched together, the, 
the four three game with Bonabarsic scoring two goals. My um, my pick was the Ryan Kent goal. I remember Ryan Kent didn't start that game. Apparently, I think Stevie G said he had a niggle, didn't start him, and it was one of the weirdest games I think I've ever watched in Europe. I didn't think it got any weird until we watched the the home tie, and it was just as bad. But it was. Um, I thought he turned that game for us that night. That man Kent when he came on, you could see Rangers just changed, and it was a great goal. I think it was like a throw in. He picks a ball up, a one-two in the edge of the box, and then just a drop the shoulder, swivel the hips, and then bang right in the back of the net. It was an outstanding goal. And at that point, I just felt the momentum was with Rangers, and I just thought Ryan Kent just he just turned that game for us and just showed what a special player he is for Rangers. He's that's that's the type of player he was and. Yeah, that that's my shout for um, goal goal of the season in Europe. Great shout, great shout, uh, Scotia, your shout. Yeah, another two good ones there so far. Um, I'm taking these all the way back to the first of October, 2020, where um, James Tavenier scores what I think probably the best team goal we've scored this season um, to make it two 0 um, He starts the move himself, right down it, right back. The ball gets worked all the way up out onto the left-hand side, and then he's he's standing where a centre-forward should be standing to, to head that goal in. I don't know if there's a clip, that you, there's, you, there's a couple of videos you can see online. One of them doesn't show the whole move, but if you find the one that actually shows you the whole move and you sit back and watch it, it's incredible. You hear McCoyst at one point going, what a move this is! <laughs> like he's flabbergasted at what's happening. Um, and, you know, we've scored some fantastic goals, but for me, that's probably... That's, that's even pushing... Kamar Roof's goal, if I'm being honest with myself, just because as Ali's mentioned, I do like a good team goal. Yeah, you do. Um, it's a great shout as well, mate. Um, I'm shocked that you haven't picked one, because I actually went for another one that I'm now going to change and go back to the one that I thought one of you was <laughs> going to pick. Um, I'm going to go for Ryan Kent's goal against Roy Antwerp at Ibrooks. Um, the the team goal with the Kamara pass into I think it was Hadji who plays in Morelos. So I'm right, and then Morelos breaks down the right hand side, swings it into Kent, and Kent scores. Um, again, I went for a solo goal. My other one was going to be the the Kamara goal uh, against Benfica, uh, the away leg when Tav uh, Morelos hits the cross field ball to him with a good work from Aribo down the right hand side. But I can't believe none of you picked that Ryan Kent goal. I thought one of you would, so I thought I'll go with something different. Uh, I do. I have to go with that Ryan Kent goal. I, I think I'll, I'll, I would go to battle with you on that one, Scott. I think that's the best team goal we've scored in a long, long time. That was an absolutely outstanding goal. So I'll go with... Uh, it's just a pass from Kamara and, and as well. Everything about it was just absolutely brilliant. It just worked. It was just one of the ones that you cannot defend against that. There's nothing you can do about that. That goal was happening whether you liked it or not. And yeah, I'll go with Ryan Kent against Roy Antwerp. So again, we've all picked somebody different. Uh, Scotia, you can vote first. Um, yeah, I'm actually just looking through my notes that we've done when we've done Club Europe, and I think that Kent goal against Antwerp was up there, so that'll be I'll make, take that as my second choice. Nice one, mate. Magic, good. Ali, you better pick mine as well, so I'll win something here. <laughs> In fact, I'll I, suppose, I suppose I'm joint winner of Player of the Year, so I suppose that's all right. I'll be honest, I forgot about that goal. <laughs> Honestly. And I was looking through a lot of goals. One of you must have. I was going, when you yeah. listening to you, I'm going, none of you have said this goal yet. Unbelievable. But when you say it, I, it's up with Scotia. Scotia's one was a good one. I'll give him that. I knew Scotia would pick that one again. <laughs> 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 no, but, um, 
No, I've got to go with your goal, Carney. Sorry. No, I agree with you. So, Jamie, out of curiosity, who would you have picked, mate? It was a it was a good goal, to be fair. Um, I'd watched those those highlights back the other night, so yeah, uh, really really good team goal. Uh, so fair enough, you win, Carnick. Yes, full sweep, get in there, having that one. So yes, the goal of the season in Europe is Mister uh, Ryan Kent against Royal Antwerp. I don't even. I think it was the fourth goal, maybe. Um, oh, it was the third, maybe the third goal. Third, third goal. Was two third, penalties, yeah. it, two penalties. Uh, so it was the third goal. Um, so yes, well done, Ryan Kent. Again, mate, give me a shout anytime you want. I'll hit you up with your award, mate. I'm more than welcome to come round anytime you want. So, gentlemen, um, we're near the end. Obviously, I'm, of course, yes, we've we've went on a wee bit tonight. So what we're going to finish up with is basically just a wee bit of fun, whatever you like. It doesn't have to be fun. It can be something serious as well. But it's basically picking your highlight of the season. So, Ali, do you want to kick us off first, mate? What is, it can be a picture, a tweet, a moment on the park, a moment off the park, whatever you like. Just your moment of the season that you, you'll never forget. There's a lot. There's a lot. Shane Duffy, he's one just on his own, to be honest. I don't even know where he disappeared, to be honest. I, 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 he, 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 went black, he went into that black hole, Jamie. He went into earlier. I think, I think, I think Jamie's maybe got him in his house. But, um, no, I, I don't really listen to it anymore. Or I didn't. I prefer like the fan media, obviously, we're doing ourselves. But Super Scoreboard this year has been absolutely outstanding. And it's hard to pick somebody from Super Scoreboard this year in terms of who do you want? Do you want the guy that was on crying? Remember him, Carney? He was on crying, the first caller. Um, Unbelievable. But my one has to go to the guy. And I tell folk down at the work this one, and they're, I just can't believe this goes on up here. But it was a guy that had, and we all know, 10 in a row was sewn up for them this year before they kicked a ball. They had their flags, their banners, everything. But it was a guy who come on super scoreboard, and he was that guy. He was raging because he had a trip to Santa Ponza for ten in a row. And <laughs> I, just, I just had images of this guy cancelling his trip to Santa Ponza. I just said, if COVID wasn't here, it'd be full of bears in Santa Ponza <laughs> with a Terry Monroe over there. But no. For me, super scoreboard this year. I mean, that's just one of the stories that there's umpteen of them, but it's been brilliant in terms of their crying, bitching and tears. But yeah, super scoreboard for me. That's fair enough, mate. It has been rather good, to be honest, man. Like, I can't really, I can't argue much with that. I'm going to say, mate, I don't listen to it very much. I just tend to listen to it when things are going very wrong for the other half of the old for me. I just tend to, I tend to listen to it. Um, Jamie, I'll go with you, mate. What's your, what's your highlight of the season? Quite, again, quite quite a difficult one. Um, I suppose the first thing you you think about is is last weekend and and seeing seeing the team uh, lift the trophy, of course. But given the given the fact we've not been able to get into the stadium this year, um, I think the club have have done a a great job with both their, their social media channels, but but also Rangers TV. Um, getting people like uh, Walter Smith on, um, Graham Tunis. Um, Neil McCann who speaks really well but um, I suppose the highlight um, I think it's when Walter Smith and Graeme Souness were, were both up um, and commentating on a game and seeing Gerard come up and shaking their hands and um, that's sort of you can tell there's you know that there's a, a bond there between Smith and, and Gerard that just that's um, it's just what you love to see 
Yeah, you literally as you're talking about that, mate, the hairs of my arms are standing up. I'm like, oh, the three in that picture, mate, I'll never forget right. it. That's, uh, that's truly a special moment, that. Um, yeah. And look, if Gerard continues in the way that he's going, um, he's going to work his way into the conversation. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt about it. He's been one of the most important managers in my lifetime, that's for that's for sure. Um, Scotia, I'll go last, so uh, what's your highlight of the season, mate? Yeah, I think mine goes back to the 19th of December. We just get papped out the League Cup by St Mirren three days earlier. We've got 15 minutes or so of the game left and we're 1-0 down to Motherwell. And we come back and win that 3-1. And I think that's the moment, although I probably wouldn't have admitted it on any of these pods that we do, I think that's the moment that I kind of thought, no, they've kind of they've exercised their demons of seasons past and that kind of respect because I remember up at about 70 minutes, I'm going like, oh no. We're going to fall into the same trap. It's round about that similar period in the year when it's happened the last, the previous two seasons. So I think that that for me was a, a big important moment for myself, and my confidence in the team at that point. I would 100% go along with that as well, mate. I think if we're all kind of truthfully honest with us, I know Ali didn't even think it was one after we beat St Mum, mate. He was thinking, oh no, Celtic are going to win, it's fine. Like, uh, he was fucking worked up. But um, I would I would go along with that. I think that was a massive moment in the season where it was like, oh fuck, this is different. This is, we're not just going to give up a draw here. We're not just going to just peter out to a, a, a kind of meaningless defeat and I think that was a massive moment mate, um, I really do, so it's a cracking shout, um, well it's not a cracking shout mate, it's yours, it's your highlight of the season so we're not going to vote on this obviously um, so I'll finish up with me now there's been many uh, Ali was talking about Super Scoreboard, there's obviously been Just Us Tim's, which was fucking excellent, if anybody hasn't seen it it's a shame because it's gone now but it was Absolutely tremendous. Um, Lennon's inverted commas is also right up there on my list. I really enjoyed that one. Um, the Sharks as well. We can't forget the Sharks. Big shout out to the Sharks. But I, I'm going to I'm going to go with two things, but they're actually the same thing. If this, and you understand what I mean. Um, and it's Alan's, Alan McGregor's save in the old firm um, from the shot by the thumb and his save in Europe. Uh, they saved his pinky right at the end of the match against Slavia. A Slavia Prague. This man's thirty nine years old, and he's still making saves like that. Uh, he's been a, a an absolutely tremendous asset for Rangers this season, and he deserves the the title as well. And it's also, I didn't actually know before I'd picked this, so I don't want to make it look like I did. But it also just tips the cap to the 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 listeners that have picked Alan McGregor as their um, Player of the Year as well. Um, I, I would go along with it as well. I'd go along with pretty much anybody that you picked, but the the two saves are just oh, they're saves that you'll never remember. We always talk about the Andy Gorham save um, against Hoydonk, and you have to start. You have to start having that conversation now. I don't think there's really any doubt about it. Alan McGregor, he's worked his way into that. Again, another one that truly uh, should be uh, part of the Hall of Fame. Um, yeah, so that was that. They're the, the marking our main highlights of the season. So, gentlemen, we have reached the end, uh, eventually, due to Jamie's Wi-Fi. Um, but eventually, <laughs> eventually we have reached the end. Um, so I'll wrap it up. Uh, Jamie... Thank you so much for coming on to do this, mate. I hope you get a bit of the bug for it, mate. And you are literally welcome anytime you want to come onto this podcast, mate. Um, it's been a, a real pleasure to have you, mate. And thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Really appreciate it. Long time listener, first time contributor. Love it, mate. Absolutely love it. Um, Ali, thank you as always, my man. 
No problem. It's good. It's good to have another another face, another voice. Jamie's got a good voice for this as well. And um, no, it can, arrive, it can it rivals your voice a wee bit, mate. You've it does a wee, that, does a wee bit. Be honest, rivals a wee bit. Yeah, so maybe we should have him back. No, I only joke, but <laughs> no, Jamie was um, no, he, he was really good for to, to first time being this. I know a lot of the guys we've tried going have been a wee bit kind of maybe scared of coming on, but you you fitted in perfectly and. Yeah, I thought you were outstanding tonight, Jamie. Apart for the Wi-Fi, but we'll, we'll let you off for that one. <laughs> but um, no, I thought Jamie was really good, and I hopefully, like you say, he's got the bug for it, and he can come on and contribute for uh, next season. Magic, yeah, definitely. Scotia, thank you as always, my man. Yeah, no, that was really, really enjoyable, guys. It was, it was lovely sitting down, speaking to you, hearing all your thoughts as well, because we hadn't discussed them previously. I think Carney, you would be the only one that known what everyone had went for. So it's been really nice sitting down, listening to what Ali and, and Jamie have to do. Kenny, not forgetting things too much, but bringing new focus or new highlight on how other people view it. So that's been that's been thoroughly thoroughly enjoyable, should I say? Yes, just uh, a shame we've got to wait a long time. I know, mate, so long until we need to actually sit and think about uh, the next game, the next game that we're going to see Rangers playing. Um, I think we all wanted this season to go on forever, but we've managed to get what we wanted out of it. We've managed to win 55. Okay, you're always going to come back. The Cups were a wee bit shit. Yes, they were. Europe was really good. We're probably a wee bit unlucky not to get any further in it, but to to get 55 to do what we've done and to do it in style and to sit here with you three and discuss... Our team, I, again, I, I've asked in previous pods, is this the best team that we've seen in our lifetimes? I think in a few years we might be looking back and having that conversation, I really do. Um, it's a special, special team. It's been a special season for us all. And uh, bring it on, more and more. I want more and more of it, as Gerard would say, once more, I want more. Um, but yeah, it's been a really, really enjoyable podcast. Um, it's been a really, really enjoyable season. Um, Rangers are the champions. We have won number 55 and... We head into the summer with massive smiles on our faces, um, let's just say that, and ignore the noise, the fucking irrelevant and all the the hate that wants to come along to, to try and stop us enjoying ourselves, there's nothing they can do, I've said it before and I'll say it again, we're not going away and we're only just getting started, so I'll leave it with a shameless plug, um, if you don't already, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, like the videos, leave a comment um, and also leave us a wee five star rating on Apple Podcasts, share anywhere that you can, it really does make a huge difference and really does help support us thank you to everybody for listening thank you to everybody for getting involved in the vote we will speak to you very very soon we're not going away over the summer we'll be back and we will still do shows but um until we speak to you again we are club at 22 the champions podcast enjoy your summer everybody speak to you all soon cheers